I'm dead set against this, and they used to call people, talked about one world government, they used to say, oh, it's a conspiracy. And we would always say, no, it's in their mission statement. They say it at every meeting. That's what they're for. Inflation cause is caused by an increase in the money supply that increases the demand. It's done because we spend too much money. The Federal Reserve prints it up to borrow it. It floods the economy and drives prices up. If you don't understand that, they'll never get it any better. And my prediction is it's going to get a lot worse before November. You look at gas prices, the gasoline was at $1.87 a gallon, and now in California it's over $7, $7.77 to be exact. And it's going to be catching up with a lot of other parts of the country. So, uh, no, we're, we're not doing well. We're doing horribly in terms of our image all over the world with uh, the Afghanistan disaster and uh, the border where millions and millions of people are pouring into our country. No, I think we're at a very low point in our country's history. Let's talk about how hyperinflation, how hyperinflation is now a real conversation. Now, let's, let's yes. talk about this. I've been talking about this the past seven, eight weeks with General Flynn. I'm going to keep doing it with increasing intensity, I'll tell you, for a lot of reasons. Is that, one, just historically speaking, any time a country has fallen, the final thing that happens before the country falls is, the final, the final thing, is you see intentional inflation. What does that mean? It's where the government weaponizes the monetary system. So just a brief history, for those of you who have not heard this history before, if you've heard it again, it doesn't, help to hear, it doesn't hurt to hear it again. Listen to this. Germany, 1923. The prices doubled every 3.7 days because the inflation rate was 29,500%. And you might say, what? Well, we go to Nicaragua, 1980. The highest monthly inflation was 120%. Prices doubled every 16 days. You say, ah, but that was the 80s, 90s. Yugoslavia, prices doubled every 1.4 days. The inflation rate hit a record 313 million percent. What? And you go, well, that was just the 90s. How about, you know, 2008, Zimbabwe? The inflation rate hit 79.6 billion percent, meaning that the prices doubled every 24.7 hours. Ladies and gentlemen, Venezuela, 2013, after the Maduro and Chavez family switched the vote. Sound familiar? The Maduro and Chavez family, the communists, they started a company called Smartmatic. They switched the vote. It didn't matter how you voted. They switched the vote, and inflation jumped to 41%. And then in 2018, the inflation rate was 65,000%, thus destroying a formerly prosperous country, turning it into a third world country. That's a fact. And so what's happening right now is, and again, I'm not quoting Jack Dorsey as America's favorite person. I, I don't like Jack Dorsey. He's the founder of Twitter, uh, allegedly. I'm just telling you what he just posted. This is on his Twitter account. He says, hyperinflation is going to change everything. It's happening. And that was dated October 22nd. Then Elon Musk chimes in. He says, I don't know about long-term, but short-term, we are seeing strong inflationary pressure. This is Elon Musk. Now, Elon Musk, if you don't know out there, folks, Elon Musk, I, again, I'm not advocating for Elon Musk. I'm not citing Elon Musk as, as America's favorite person. I'm just telling you, he is the world's wealthiest man as of today, worth $202 billion. $202.1 billion. That being said, Andrew Sorcini, you've been in the precious metals industry for how many years, sir? Since 1985, so it's uh, 36 years. Inflation is at a 40-year high in response to today's numbers. GOP senators tell us that the Biden administration policies have contributed to the problem. One America's John Hines has more from Capitol Hill. 
There are some inflation numbers out. It seems to be the highest inflation rate, I guess, in 40 years. What do you make of this, sir? So uh, I think back to just a few years ago when inflation was 1%, uh, when we were not $30 trillion in debt. But I think when you take an approach of doing everything through this place, uh, with the rules and regulations that come along with it, we've constrained the supply side of the economy. Uh, we've spent trillions of dollars that we've borrowed to throw on the demand side. You don't need an economics degree to know that it's going to be inflationary. And the sad thing is, when that gets started, it is hard to put the lid on it. Uh, what are your thoughts? You're talking to people every day, Andrew. How worried are people, right? Are, are, uh, how, how worried are Americans about inflation? Oh, they're, they're super scared about it right now. I think the general hit, hit the nail right on the head talking about what's going on here at the port of Los Angeles. We're hearing just major delays on different uh, on different goods and services and products. Um, well, goods coming out of uh, the port of Los Angeles. And um, people in the rest of the country are hearing this and they're expecting the inflation. They're not... They're no longer afraid of it. They're they're preparing for it. It's like a it's like a giant tornado that's coming right at them. Mm -hmm. They're trying to find shelter, and the phones are ringing like off the hook. I would have to say, since yesterday morning, okay, calls, texts, emails, and submissions on our website. I would say more than two hundred just from since yesterday morning, and it goes back to for what what Clay said for for thousands of years. Um, Gold has been the world's currency for thousands of years, and, and it really still is. So um, it's the safest bet. Now, what I what I would say for the, the gold thing, and I'm just going to throw out, and again, I, I, everything I do is from a biblical worldview. So for anybody who's listening and you say, I don't like the Bible, we're going to have a, a really tough time agreeing on things. But in the Haggai uh, 2.8, it says, The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. Revelation 3.18, written by John on the island of Patmos, it says, people don't know this, it says, I certainly never had this taught to me in church. It says, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich. Now, here's the thing. Uh, General Flynn, I see a lot of these young young folks, young whippersnappers, you know, who say, Clay, I'm, I'm telling you, I own a lot of businesses. I'm involved in a lot of businesses. And this, uh, I thank the Lord for the, uh, the COVID-19 has exposed me for being the libertarian that I am because a lot of employees would previously come to me 2018, 2017. They go, Clay, I bought a Tesla, man. I'm you should check it out, not knowing that I hate that vehicle. Because a Tesla vehicle is an electric vehicle, and electric is electricity is derived from what? Coal. So you're actually deriving your, the power to power your electric clean vehicle comes from coal. Furthermore, what do you think happens to those batteries after they're used? Those batteries are the most toxic things on the planet, and where do those batteries come from? And the idea that you would allow a, a third party to drive your car I mean, think about your political opponents. If someone doesn't like you and they say, I think I just want to self-drive you off the road. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, so, whoa. So all I'm saying is a lot of people are saying, uh, you know, wow, Bitcoin is great. Well, let me tell you what happens to Bitcoin if we have rolling power outage. Like, Andrew, have you had rolling power outages in California in the last two years? Oh, we've definitely had them out here. We have a lot. So let's, let's role play that deal. I go into Subway with my Ethereum or my Bitcoin, right? I go in and they go, hey, welcome to Subway, bro. The lights are up, bro. Do you want, what color bread do you want, bro? And I say, uh, my, my Subway uh, impersonation gets better as we go. They say, well, bro, what kind of color bread do you want, bro? I say, I like uh, the darker bread, the Italian bread. 
cool, bro. What kind of meat do you want, bro? We go through the process. The sandwich artist, you know, he does this. He's got his little plastic gloves on. He's getting the food ready for me. And he says, bro, do you want a cookie? And I go, yeah, yeah, I do. He says, how do you want to pay, bro? I go, oh, I'm going to use my e-wallet, um, my uh, Bitcoin. He's like, bro, power's out, bro. I mean, there's nothing tangible there. So cash, you know, you can do the cash move. You can do the gold and silver move. I, I just, and you look at some of the people behind the Bitcoin movement, I worry about these individuals. Uh, General Flynn, I mean, for anybody out there that is just um, saying, what are three action steps I can take today? We've got shortages just in time for Christmas. We are on the precipice of hyperinflation. We've got the man in charge of America's health who's exposed himself as being a fan of eugenics and experimenting on dogs. What do you feel like the listeners should be doing today uh, what are a few action steps that every American family should be taking today based upon what's going on around them? Because, again, we can only focus on what we can control. What do you feel right. like the listeners out there could do or, or should be doing today, sir? Well, I'll tell you three things. First, this is really about, you know, because we're, we're, we're highlighting finances. I would say to organize your finances. Organize exactly what it is that you know, what you can control, as you've said. The second thing is is I would expand your thinking and expand what it is that you know, expand your knowledge, expand the, the insight that you have about the different aspects of what you can do with your finances once you've organized them. And the third thing is, is decide. Don't wait. Don't keep putting off decisions that you know you must make. So organize, expand your, organize your finances, expand uh, your, your knowledge, your insight as to what it is that you have, and then Start making decisions and make decisions of what's best for you. If you're if you're the head of a family, what's best for your family? Yep. If you're running a business, what's best for your business? But you got to start making these decisions about how we're going to operate in this very very uncertain time that we are in right now and that I know is coming. 